This week on Erotic Awakening. Questions and Answers, Part 4. Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Looks like time for another question and answers episode. Looks like it is. Does that mean we just don't have an interview set up for this week? Oh, well, no, I'm not admitting to anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's just as well. Uh, But the question and answer shows actually do end up being getting a lot of positive feedback about those. And uh, this time around, we're covering MS topics, journaling, and something about blowjobs as well, I think. (laughs) Something about (laughs) blowjobs. No, no, I think that's a movie. Something about blowjobs? I don't don't know. know. It seems to be a theme with the podcast, though. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Okay. Um, I wanted to start off today's show by thanking everybody on iTunes who has gone on there and rated the show. I actually tried to write everybody individual little emails saying thank you, but uh, iTunes is not very friendly to uh, reverse lookup email address of people that are rating your podcast. So I'm just going to tell you all a thank you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and also wanted to send a thank you to Not Nice and Dark Angel. They recently interviewed us on the Dark Side podcast. And boy, if you're not getting enough Don and Dan in this podcast and you mm-hmm. want to hear us blather on and on for about an hour, <laughs> then head on over to the Dark Side podcast, which you can find at uh, wwwget dash teased.ca slash dark side. That was a really fun interview, too. That was a fun interview. Head on over and listen to someone else ask us the questions. And we went right through, and it was uh, came out to be over a little bit over an hour, and um, mm-hmm. got to cover all kinds of stuff that we're into, and, and it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun to um, be on the other side of the microphone yes. for a change. Yes. So that was an interesting experience for us, wanted to share that. Mm-hmm. Other stuff we have coming up in the near future. We have a few things. So. As in, uh, like tomorrow you got something yes, coming up. Yes, I do. So I've um, been preparing for that. I have a uh, toy party tomorrow. So it's a Love You toy party. And Sarah Sloan's coming in from D.C. And she's going to be the consultant. So we've got um, the numbers getting bigger of how many people <laughs> are coming now that I've decided to have it at our place. <laughs> and that is happening on July 6th. So depending on when you're listening to this podcast... You, it might may, be the day of, it might be the day after. <laughs> if somebody is listening to it today on July 5th or on July 6th before you start it, is it too late to RSVP? No. Um, the event is actually, well, it's actually put together on FetLife, so under Sarah Sloan Love You Toy Party, but you want to get it in um, in plenty of time for me to send out directions. Are you going to so. buy any toys yourself? Maybe. So, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I've got a whole bin of vibrators in there. I don't know if I need another one. But they've got some pretty special ones. <laughs> and I think they have much more than just vibrators at this party as well. Oh, yes. Yes. Lots of stuff. I have a feeling that uh, you're going to go right through your allowance. <laughs> 
So also wanted to mention the rope intensive with Loki, and mm-hmm. now a uh, great answer as part of that as well. That'll be July 10th, and that is uh, being put on by Adventures in Spot. In sexual, I was gonna say adventures in sponsorship because they sponsor the show. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I should probably edit that out, but we'll see. <laughs> if I want them to continue to sponsor us, I should probably do a little editing. <laughs> Regardless, Adventures in Sexuality is sponsoring that event. Yes, and um, actually, I'm going to be there, and I'm going awesome. to uh, try and learn some rope stuff. I might tag along with you, but I haven't decided yet. If you do go, you will be a rope bottom. Yes. Which otherwise other rope tops will be trying to tie each other up. Oh, so I said, yeah. I may just go. So right ties me go. off. That'll be good. And anything else going on? Um, well, um, I do have a Kundalini workshop that I'm putting together this week, too. So that's on Thursday. So And that's a lot of fun. So that's, so that's, more, that, that's, that's more of the sacred sexuality bent. So and that's a lot of fun. And then uh, right around the corner, we have another yeah, event coming we up. We do. We've got Woodstocks. Woodstocks is a uh, four or five day event. Uh, we're going on July 15th, which mm-hmm. I think is a Thursday. And we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. And I think you can even arrive Wednesday if you want to help set up the camp. Um, but you can find out more about that by going to woodstocks.com. Mm-hmm. Nice a- event. Uh, just south... Uh, Southern Ohio, I think. No, this Woodstock's is actually in Western PA, so oh. it's south of Pittsburgh. Yeah, that that's the one with that big sharp hill. We have to take our pop up camper around. So, <laughs> but uh, I love this one. Uh, we went for the first time last year, and it's a full camping event. And once you're on site, you don't have to leave. And all the food is covered, and it's outdoor showers, mm-hmm. and it's just buffet style eating, and it's, it's just a really good time. And, and another great event for uh, people that are new to the scene. One of the f- benefits of this is this camping event, right? So mm-hmm. everybody's just sitting around chilling. If you want to go to classes, you go to classes. You don't want to go to classes, don't go to classes, you know. Right. Uh, but at the flip side, though, is the uh, meals are provided by Woodstocks. And right. that means you get that communal eating. Mm-hmm. So you get that experience of getting to chill with everybody and enjoy uh, other people's company. And we have a, you know, make a big habit out of sitting with strangers at these right. kind of events. And it's always great to meet new people and break bread with someone you don't know. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's what we got going on. Anything else in life you want to talk about? Anything? I mean, we got this whole Q and A thing going on. So I guess we got plenty We're of really talking. We're doing a lot out. of talking. Yeah. All right, let's bust forward into that then. <laughs> Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality. Coming up on July tenth, two thousand ten. The Loci Bondage Intensive, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Some of the topics covered will include... Arm binders. Hog ties. Body harnesses. Bondage bed new tricks. Breast bondage. Speed bondage. Predicament bondage. Building confidence. Ooh. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. As always, we like to share our contact information, and you know uh, how NPR does uh, pledge drives? Yes. We, it's because it is July-ish, mm-hmm. we're doing our semi-annual uh, people <laughs> pledge thing. <laughs> we, people pledge thing, Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's where we ask our listeners to reach out to other people and say, hey, go listen oh, to Erotic Awakening. Yeah. You might enjoy it. And try and get our numbers up a little bit. 
We may be a little biased, but I think they would enjoy it. I think they would, too. Awesome. And I think that um, we are well beyond four listeners, and I think we're near seven or eight, even. I think so, too. And you know what? Actually, just about everybody that's going to be here tomorrow night for the toy party mm-hmm. is a listener. Oh, no kidding. So we do have more than four. I may have, like, ten coming. <laughs> well, we might. I, I noticed on the, the dark side, they asked how many listeners we had. And I said, well, between one and two million. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we because, don't know. Because the number three <laughs> is between one and two million. So, And that is, by the way, stolen from uh, Dilbert author Scott Adams. In nice. Case <laughs> clear, just to be clear, if I am plagiarizing, yes, I am. <laughs> If you would like to get a hold of us for any particular reason whatsoever, there's a variety of ways to do that. One of them is email Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. We also have the comment form on the webpage. Facebook, Erotic Awakening, one word. Voicemail, oh, and I did this by memory last time. It is 206-309-0054. She glanced at her notes. Don't let her fool you. Fet Life, Erotic <laughs> Awakening. And Twitter, Dan and Dawn. So, Dawn, away we go. It's the question and answer episode. Okay. Are you going to set a timer again? Not that we ever follow it, but I like hearing (laughs) the the noise. It's the point, though. It's the point. Hey, did anybody guess what the last... Remember, we were trying to get people to guess what the last sound was that we used? That's true. And... um, I don't think anybody did, did they? No, they did not. And let me play that sound for people real quick, for those that didn't have the opportunity to listen to it before... Um, I do have that on here somewhere. You do? Mm-hmm. Stall for me, dear. Stall okay. for me. Okay. Well, I'm watching you try to find it, knowing you updated an operating system and it might not be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I will stall in, okay. uh, for you because I know that somebody is... Uh, theory is that someone is having a uh, little bit of a contest. Uh, one of those drinking games. Oh, no. <laughs> every time that we use a particular word. I was just told that, yes, just a little bit ago. So, And I'd never heard of these drinking games before, but he said he was going to start a drinking game, and um, every time I said absolutely. Oh, is it you saying absolutely? Yeah. Okay, in case it, in case it's either time anyone says absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, 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 <laughs> you're all fucked up now. So um, here's that sound that we were using last time around. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> now you remember uh, back uh, three episodes or so ago, we interviewed Barak and Sheba. Right. And Barak actually called me a couple of days later and says, what is that sound? I, I, I recognize it, but I can't quite figure it out. Right. And, that, and do you know what that sound is? I know what that sound what is. What is it? It's Dr. Horrible laughing. So from Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. That's quite correct. So that's what we used last time for our uh, timer. and um, We're geeky. What the hell? <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so this time around, we're using this one. Oh, Isn't that nice? You are never going to hear that over our voices. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> Since we just keep talking anyway, who cares? Okay, so what is the first question of the day, Dawn? The first question is, does sex have to be part of an MS relationship? Well. Well? The answer is no. 
No, absolutely not. And as a matter of fact, some particular groups see it as even more unnecessary than other groups. For example, one of the things that Namaste and Master Obsidian were talking about when we interviewed them was they believe that the leather community, sex is much less important in a master-slave relationships than in a kink community, and that was their perspective. I think in the normal kink community, it is generally assumed. Right. So, and it's... I was kind of surprised at the question because to me, just when we got started, we were around a lot of leather people. And for some, the idea of sex being part of the MS relationship just was not wanted, was not even thought of. So for their relationships. So I don't know. So no, absolutely not. Sex does not have to be part of an MS relationship. The MS relationship is about power exchange. It's master and slave. That doesn't necessarily mean that sex gets to play a part. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> let's not undervalue the sex oh, in no, the master slave I'm not undervaluing it at all, but I'm just saying don't take it as a given that it is or is not part of the relationship. Each relationship is different. MS is how the relationship is built, the foundation that it's built on. And then you get to decide what's part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Easy enough. Easy enough. Next question. So, Dawn. Yes. Do you keep a journal? I do not keep a journal anymore, So, but I, I used to be required to keep a journal, so I'm trying to think. I, I do some posting. I do some musings, but I don't do like an everyday journal. Now, when you and I first got together, I've still got this journal. Um, it was a red velvet journal, mm-hmm. and I kept all my thoughts in there, and I shared them with you, and it was... Uh, it was a real benefit. I thought it was a real benefit as we tried to understand this MS thing and how each of us were thinking and, you know, because no one, we didn't have any role models to go by. So we only had each other. So it's it really was, funny for me. The, the journaling question is not really a lifestyle question mm-mm. per se as a personal development question. When I was... Uh, first uh, delving into paganism, mm-hmm. you know, it was recommended you keep a magical journal. Absolutely. Now, <laughs> so I leave uh, paganism, but off and on, I still continue to journal. I still, um, just from a personal perspective, right. I like to be able to take that opportunity to reflect on mm-hmm. my own life. And sometimes writing about it's a good way to do it. So not really a, a lifestyle question per se for right. us, but... Well, live, yeah. live journal had its time. I definitely did a lot of posting on live journal for a while. And like I said, I'll journal on FetLife every now and then. I'll do, I just came, gosh, we just came across a couple of boxes today that was nothing but journals. You know, mm-hmm. definitely has its place in trying to figure out who you are. Yep. Next question. Next question. If your sub likes spanking, can you use it for punishment? Absolutely. It's important to recognize that a normal pleasure spanking is done with some sensuality and some warm-up and Mm -hmm. gives the, the, uh, the bottom an opportunity to build up, get used to it, get relaxed, relaxed into it. If I am using sub, or uh, I'm sorry, if I'm using spanking as a punishment, it's quick, it's whack, it's hard, it's harsh. Mm-hmm. And that's the real key, the difference is one is sensual, the other is harsh. Now, 
a spanking can become very aggressive and very hardcore. Right. But it's built up. And when it's done for punishment, it's done quick, without a warm-up, and it really is a pain in the ass. So uh, it is uh, a pain in the ass. But, I mean, I'm actually <clears throat> surprised when um, I, I hear people say, oh, you can't spank a submissive for punishment that likes to be spanked. Because I'm going, oh, oh I've experienced both. And I, absolutely you can. And for me, it's the intent behind it. So it's like what you described, but it's also the intent. When I know that I am being spanked for pleasure, there's an energetic connection there. And it's all connected. When it's for punishment, I know I've displeased you. And that comes across loud and clear with the punishment. I mean, I would just... mm, I love to be spanked. (laughs) I do not like spanking punishment. Okay, fair enough. Um, Is it my turn to ask? It's your turn to ask. Good. (laughs) There's a good reason for that. So, uh, is sucking cock the same as eating an ice cream cone? (laughs) I don't know that I treat your cock like an ice cream cone. Or anybody else's. (laughs) I'm glad it doesn't melt when you lick it. No, it doesn't melt, as a matter of fact. Just the opposite. But I picture an ice cream cone as, as like, licking, like... You know, just kind of tongue. Well, I'm trying to do it to the microphone, but <laughs> I, I'm a gobbler. And <laughs> That's I can't, going I'm, in the show notes, I think. Okay, well, I, I cannot. I I can't imagine deep thro- throating an ice cream cone. <laughs> I love. <laughs> I love everything at once. You know, grab my face and fill my mouth. I I just can't do that with ice cream. <laughs> Okay, the next time I get an ice cream cone, I can see you going, suck it, suck it. (laughs) From my perspective, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) If uh, I've yet to suck a cock, so it's hard for me to say how I would do it, but Mm -hmm. I think I might try the ice cream method. Yeah. It's good enough for Dr. Ruth, it's good enough for me. Okay. (laughs) I want to (laughs) watch. I'm sure you do. Okay. Oh, here's a good one. What is something about your master or slave that you adore that isn't obvious to the outside world? Well, we, and we could say this as master and slave, or your partner, your dom mm-hmm. whatever, right? You know, I would gonna say uh, the first thing that came to mind is your giggle, mm-hmm. because everybody loves your giggle. But it, it's the first thing that comes to my mind as well. Um, your ability to be organized is also something that I actually adore. When you put your mind to, it's really neat that I can, you know, say, hey, are you working on this? And you say yes, and I know I can just let it go, and you're working on that. Uh, but when it comes to adore, I guess really what comes to my mind, I, I, the way you take care of me is really neat. Um, we have a bunch of little rituals that reinforce you just, you just taking care of me and... and <laughs> it's pretty hot it's nice okay oh perfect timing (laughs) unless you had something to say about it i have something to say too so um so thinking about this one um a lot of people have seen different sides of you 
but I don't know if they've ever seen you. I mean, maybe one or two other people have, but uh, see you in a crowd, and maybe not even a big crowd, but a little crowd. And I watch you sometimes, and just if we were on a bus and an old lady came on a bus, you know, or an older person or a child, you would be very aware of what was going on, and you're gallant, and you would offer your seat. Or if the little kid dropped his toy, you would pick up the toy for him. And you're just very aware of that type of stuff that's going on and um, making them feel cherished, you know? And that just comes across with how you are around people. And, And I really love watching that. But that also translates into how you take care of me as well. So I've got that whole thing of, of being taken care of. I love taking care of you because you also take care of me. We just do it in different ways. Neat. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ha ha. Drink, drink. <laughs> <laughs> and um, our next question is, what's the sluttiest thing you ever wanted to try? And I'm going to put the caveat in there that you have not yet tried, obviously. Oh, okay. I've not yet tried this. So, um, well, uh, the sluttiest thing. I see I've got a couple of things popping into mind, and that always surprises me after, what, 12 years of doing this, I've still got some left. But I've got the, um, the double penetration one, mm-hmm. of course. That one is so hard to put together. Of all the stuff that I've done, <laughs> getting two guys that are willing to be in the same room with each other just hasn't been working Um, But, you know, I heard the story once of the girl that was taking to the naughty movie theater. Mm -hmm. And she was allowed to pleasure the guys in the naughty movie theater. Mm -hmm. And something along that line or coming home and having a group of guys in my living room waiting for me to pleasure. (laughs) That's... I've mentioned that one before a long time ago, but if you think two guys is hard to get together, (laughs) you know, it's harder to get the rest together, or maybe I'm just looking in the wrong place. Uh, I was going to say, you know, there's people that are successfully doing that stuff. Yes. So maybe I need to work at it just a little bit harder. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we need to hang out with the swingers from the last couple of podcasts a little bit more. For myself, you know, I've been, you know, I've been really fortunate that um, most of the the naughty, dirty, slutty fantasies that I've had come up in my life, we've been able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the you know the two girls at once thing we've mm-hmm. had the opportunity to do, <laughs> the three girls at once thing we've had the opportunity to do, and, mm-hmm. and, and guys, if you're thinking, oh, that's so hot, no, it's complicated. Complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's really gets to be a little tricky, but um, you know, certainly not a, anything that I would. Uh, that I regret trying, and it was oh, a wonderful no. experience. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> if three girls happen to want to try that with me, I'd be more than happy to do there that again. Um, and we've had, you know, group sex and a variety of other things. We've had a variety of little slutty, naughty things just between you and I. Um, we've done it in a variety of interesting places. So really, for me, it, I have to admit, I don't know. You know, what's the next slutty thing that we have not tried? And the trick is, you know, for us, um, if I knew what the answer was right now, Mm -hmm. I would express it to you. Right. And you would say, ooh, your birthday's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) And you would just say, okay, let's go do that. Yes. Um, 
Assuming, you know, um, unless it was like a solo thing or something. Right, right. And that, no, there's no solo things coming to mind either. So Mm-mm. so I have to admit, that's, that's a tough one for me to answer at this particular moment. We have seen, though, time changes, right? Yes. People change, mm-hmm. our tastes and flip and flop. And, you know, who's to say um, a month from now I might not be say, hey, could you dress up like a goat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know what that is. I don't know. But, no. you know, one thing that um, I have come to recognize, though, is that um, the more fantasies I live out, I... I think I want to keep a few as just fantasies. Mm-hmm. I think if the movie theater one never works out, you know, and, and odds are it's not, I think I'm okay with that one staying a fantasy. So, you know, it gives me a, a fodder, right. <laughs> you know, so it's all good stuff. And, you know, one of the other opportunities that we take along with the fantasy-wise from a BDSM perspective is once every six months we go to one of the Adventures and Sexuality events, right? Mm-hmm. And these, are, you know, these are not the perversion diversion, the munches, or the, the play parties, but the, you know, the, the, the big events. events. right. <laughs> For that matter, if you're thinking about well, I might go to one of those events. There's one in September. Uh, and no, too, too late. late. They are already sold out. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know what their numbers are this time. Mm-hmm. 325, 350, something like that. But um, Tickets are gone. Yeah, and, and they just disappear so quick. If you, Their next eight months from now is their next one. Right, February. Uh, I think which will be Winter, Winter, Winter Wickedness. wickedness. Right, mm-hmm. and if you want to go to that, then you need to start planning Three months out, as soon as you see that those tickets are on, you know, for sale, um, just you I, know, yeah, I would make plans and get them. Cause. Anyway, so <laughs> we get to go to this event every six months, and that's one of the things that we do is we try and come up with a different scene mm-hmm. to really push the boundaries, because you and I don't play like we used to, right? We don't play as often as we used to when we right. got started. Um, there's a, a number of events that we go to that we present at. Presenting takes a lot of juice, takes a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's, you know, depending on the event and when we get there, what time we present at, we may pass, you know, it might be just a cruise through the dungeon to see what everybody's up to, right. and then we hit and the And we sack. may have plans and then go through the dungeon and go, you know, bed sounding really good, or strike up a conversation with someone and just don't get that <laughs> yeah. scene in. But that's, uh, and, and sometimes that's better than some of the mm-hmm. scenes, some of the conversations with the people you meet, but... Without regards to that. So every six months, we do make that point to make sure we do a try and push the boundaries of yes. a scene. Now, it used to be Ohio Leather Fest. For a number of years, we did that. And I oh, did the a take variety down scenes. Right. Oh, yes. Uh, and in that, there was, I would just set up a scene where um, I would grab you, or a stranger would grab you, or a bunch of people would grab you mm-hmm. and throw you down in a very rough and tumble sort of scene. And scare the bejesus out of me but oh god it was so much fun (laughs) (laughs) and uh now with the adventures and sexualities we continue that tradition or we push some other scenes Mm -hmm. you know it's an opportunity to continue to remind yourself even though you've been around for a couple 24s even though you've um you know probably at this point we've probably been i don't even know how many dungeon parties we've been to at this point oh i couldn't even imagine trying to count but to uh, give yourself that push to say, okay, what else is in that bag of tricks, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so far, we've managed to keep coming up with stuff. And it's, it's been a great opportunity to continue to push those, those boundaries of, you know, what kind of sluttiness we want to check into. And it can be surprising because 
it's like, okay, what kind of scene are we going to do this time? Okay, well, we've done that. We've done that. Ooh, you surprised me with that one. I didn't even think of that. And, you know, and just be going through stuff and then forget about it and then see something and go, oh, we haven't done that. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Guess what I want to do? <laughs> so, lots of fun. Lots of fun. So that's it for this time around. That's all of our question and answer. Next week, we will get back to our more normal uh, format. Um, we have an interview with a very interesting Leatherman coming up. We do. Um, and we actually found him because we are doing that Master Slave contest. We're brushing up on our leather history and found a great person to interview through that. So Is that how you found him? Yeah. Interesting, because I found him because I happened to be listening to Grey Dancer's Ropecast, and he interviewed this guy. Really? Said, oh, that's an interesting guy. Oh. <laughs> so that's interesting. Coming up next week. Leather Heart. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. Sarah Sloan appears on Erotic Awakening courtesy of Love You Parties. Find out more about Love You Parties and Sarah Sloan at www.sarahsloan.net.